the National Archives podcast series. Colin Jackson, My Journey into the Past. Well, for me, you can imagine my journey was, was something that was very special and, and very unique, as everybody in this room's story will be. There'd be absolutely no doubt there'd be some people in this room who are actually related to each other, which you'd never know until you actually delved into the history and to the background of yourselves. Well, the majority of you know, my background is um, I'm, a, I'm a Welsh boy, basically, from Jamaican parents. And it was something that... As a family, we never really spoke about our our background, our history in, in any shape or form. My parents were really happy-go-lucky. They brought up myself, my sister, um, in Wales, which was, was culturally quite mixed at the time. Now, at a young age, you, you really never think about asking your grandparents um, who their grandparents were, or, or really chatting at all about your family background and, and where you're from. Well, I knew I was, my parents were Jamaican, so I really looked at the fact that Jamaica was where it all happened, where the beginnings was, and that was it. But before you look into your history, you've really got to ask yourself a couple of questions. What do you expect to find from your history? This is very important. And if it's very negative, the information that you get from your history, would you be able to deal with that? Now, when the BBC approached me initially and said to me, we'd like to do this series, Who Do You Think You Are? I'm trying to discover a bit of your background. Obviously, I was very excited because I felt it was the time of my life where I, I was interested in finding out my, my history. I also felt I was strong enough to deal with whatever was going to be thrown at me. Now, we very well know as black people, black people enslave black people. And I had to be quite sure that if my forefathers were one of the people who enslaved our own, that I was strong enough to be able to accept that, because the whole nation was going to know that. These are things that you have to really keep in your mind. And before I actually said yes to the show, I called a couple of my friends and I said to them, what do you think of this idea? And they said it's going to be fantastic. But be careful, because you really don't know what you're going to find. I took the chance, took the liberty, and I really, to be totally honest, trusted the people I was going to work with. Well, I was very fortunate when the journey began um, to go well, back to Jamaica initially and follow that line there. But if you didn't actually see the show, we decided to do my genetics in a, in a very different way to anybody else in the series previously. We decided to take a DNA test. Now, this was just something very basic, very straightforward. We just did a quick swab from my cheek just to see actually what my genetic makeup was. What was my DNA? What made this? Well, I picked up the results in Jamaica, and when I opened the envelope, I was quite astonished, to be honest. Um, I actually found that I was only, and I say only because I was shocked, 55% sub-Saharan African, which means I was really, truly mixed race. I had 38% European and then 7% of this thing they called Native American. <laughs> now Native American of course to you and to me thought I was related to someone like Hiawatha I think. 
But in Jamaica, we weren't related to those American Indians. No, no, no. Um, there was the Arawak Indians and there was the Tainos. And my bloodline stemmed from the Tainos, which was something very, very special to me because I really thought then, yes, I did truly come from the original people of Jamaica, which was very special. But then in the same breath, I had to to understand how this line, this DNA was still in me after so many centuries of, of the Tainos being wiped out in the island of Jamaica. Well, we decided to take a historical view of it on. And we, we looked on where that mix would actually have come from. And we realized that the, the Maroons, the original slaves, the escaped slaves from Jamaica, actually when they escaped into the mountains, mixed with the, the Native Americans, with the Tainos. And this bloodline got passed all the way down there. When I actually showed these DNA results to uh, a genealogist in Jamaica, um, he, he picked them up quite happily. He looked at them and he said, yeah, nothing special eh? That's Jamaican. That is a Jamaican. You would expect these type of, of breakdown for somebody who had history from the island of Jamaica. And at that specific moment, I really and truly believed I was part of this group of people on that island. It was quite a special time for me. Also, I had to have in my mind that Jamaica was made and formed, certainly the black people that were on that island were formed obviously from slavery. So I had to have in my head clearly that my forefathers were slaves at some stage. Now I was always hoping from the beginning of the series, now this might sound mad, but I was really hoping that I could actually find my slave ancestors. If I could go all the way back to discovering perhaps who my slave ancestors were, I think that would complete my journey. I was very fortunate. We followed the line of my father's mother and luckily for us, Back to slavery, it was a direct line. I got back to 1794, and a man by the name of Adam Wilson. Now, it's quite funny, um, because the name Adam always, even in the Bible, is like the first man, isn't he? And the fact that I went so far back to an Adam Wilson, who was the first of my line of the 21st century family of Jackson. Now it was, it was a special time because we went actually to not only his burial ground but actually to the first land he owned as a free man. And when I stood on top of that mountain and I looked over and you realise in Jamaica not much has changed. There's no buildings that have gone up. I looked on a set of hills and mountains and plantations that my forefathers really and truly saw. And once again, I really felt at one, at peace, very unique, and to be honest, proud and awesome moment. It wasn't all glossy. Jamaica's not only the place of my roots. Panama was the other place where we were looking at. Now, my mother, if you ever saw my mother, I'm not sure if people see my sister. It's anybody, my sister, Suzanne Packer, she's on casualty, and she's a lot fairer than I am. And um, if you saw my mother, my mother is even fairer than my sister. 
And when we used to live in America, in Florida, it used to be quite upsetting, is the words I'd use for my mother, when people used to come up to her and start speaking to her in Spanish because they thought she was Hispanic. Uh, and that's how fair she was. And being a Jamaican, she kind of made it clear she was a Jamaican. <laughs> in no uncertain terms, I can assure you. But things like that really are unique. And I like to see how she was going to handle the situation of her story. Now, always before I left Wales, she actually said to me, Colin, can you find out who my grandmother is, please? And I thought, she only wants to go as far as her grandmother. But we managed to do that. We managed to find this lady called Gladys Campbell. And we went further back than then, because this Gladys Campbell apparently had freckles, ginger hair, and very grey eyes. Well, what happened was that actually her father was a white Scotsman. So when my mother grew up, actually, apparently, one thing I didn't know, her nickname in school was Ginger. Because during the summer months, the hot summer months there in Jamaica, her hair would literally get bleached and become ginger. And she had lots of freckles on her, on her face. And she really didn't know where all this came from. I was fortunate that I could deliver this information to her. And she felt very, very honoured that I'd managed to do that. But Panama itself, as, as a country, was very, very different to Jamaica. And when I actually arrived, it was interesting because, A, it wasn't an English-speaking country, so the history of the, the country itself, I had no idea. But I was really confused about how I could get to find all the information that I, I actually needed from Panama. Well, my grandmother was born and bred a, a Panamanian. And that's really where our history from that, well, that country really stems from. She went back to Jamaica uh, because of schooling. Now, apparently, all those years ago, Panama really wasn't the best when it came to a cultural mixing. And if you had 1% black blood in you, you weren't educated. So my mother's grandmother, my great-grandmother, decided to take her daughter back to Jamaica to be educated. Now that's when she met my grandfather, and they do say the rest is history, don't they? <laughs> but it was a brilliant and really inspirational journey to realize that my, my family were there and really assisted in the building of one of the most magnificent feats of, of 20th century, well, building, build, I should say. And it was really unique to be able to delve into the canal's history. Now, I'm, I'm undoubted there's people here who have family who worked on the Panama Canal. And they have in their Panama Canal Museum really something very similar to this, where if you know the name of your, your anybody who worked on that canal, you put it into the computer and actually brings out every bit of data that belongs to that person, even to the extent of how much wages they were on in that period of time. And I think that was something that was really special to me yet again. Is that it was the only real touch I had on, on that history is actually seeing these documents about my forefathers. I think one of the best things, unfortunately, but one of the best things I can say is when you get the, the documentation 
of your great great grandmother or your great great grandfather and actually see their signature that is pretty pretty good and I remember picking up pieces of paper that they had signed and just looking at it with amazement and saying to myself truly wow thank you very much yeah. thank you This event was recorded live on November the 25th, 2006 at the National Archives at Kew. It was presented by Colin Jackson CBE as part of the Caribbean Family History Day and run in partnership with the Every Generation Foundation and the Black Cultural Archives. This podcast is copyright the National Archives, all rights reserved.